Welcome to season three of Girl You Know It. For those of you joining us for the first time, Girl You Know It is an offshoot podcast for Black Women Connect Vancouver. Black Women Connect Vancouver is a collective of women who come together to inspire, empower, leverage our strengths, and embrace our diverse experiences. It's a community where Black women in Vancouver can build meaningful relationships and celebrate the beauty of Black womanhood. Girl You Know It is a space where we want to create connection in a different way to talk about our shared experiences as Black women in a serious and fun way and everything in between. Thanks for joining us. everybody. I am your host, Natasia, and joining us today is Abby. We are missing Elle today. Hope you feel better, but we are thinking of you, and we wish you were here. So, as you know, Girl You Know It, uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, is an offshoot podcast of Black Women Connects Vancouver, where we want to create and connection spaces and different ways to talk about our shared experiences as Black women, femmes in serious and silly ways, and everything in between. And so today, our podcast episode is our Black History Futures Month. And we are so excited to be joined today with Amaya and Deborah, who are going to share their experience about being stunt women in the industry, um, especially in Canada. And we wanted to do this episode with what was the future, like what was the back history and what was the future now? And so how has everything um, come to be. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank it's great to be us. here. <laughs> We're excited. Yeah. Um, so tell us about yourselves. Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> you can go, Mama. No, Mama first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm a mom of this fantastic young lady, Maya, mm-hmm. and um, I am a stunt performer, retired now mm-hmm. in the film industry. Um, started back in the early 70s and 75 in film and um, have just done different jobs all the way through the business and been able to pass the torch over to the young one. I love it. Yeah, and I am Maya Makatumpag Murray. Yes. Uh, Hello. 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 You gotta let it know. Yes. I'm a stunt performer in this industry, um, also getting into acting. and all different kinds of projects. Uh, I love what I do. I focus on fighting and flying on wires. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be here with you guys. Appreciate oh, it. Yes. Yeah. So happy to be with you. So tell us, at what point in your, I guess, in your life, you're like, I'm going to pursue this career. What was something, I guess, Deborah, what was for you? Well, for me, um, I worked in modeling and I was a dancer back in the day. And I had always dabbled in the film industry since age of five, and when I had Maya, um, I had a broadcast degree that I was supposed to use, which I never (laughs) did, and um, so I wanted to stay in the film world, and I was standing in um, for Cynthia Martell's on uh, a TV show called Strange Luck, and um, the script supervisor was talking to me, and she knew that I was... A dancer and into some boxing with my husband yeah. and uh, she's like let me introduce you to somebody and I met a stunt coordinator that day and he said this is the job do you think you can come back tomorrow and clear this table off and I said yeah I could do that and that's how my career started 
You're a gentleman named Lou Bolo. Oh. Lou Bolo. And you mean clear this table off like throw yourself on the table? <laughs> <laughs> or like what type of clearing? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's clearing a table off, you know, normally. Yeah. <laughs> Wiping dishes, picking yes. them up. And then there was the way we do it in stunts is yeah. um, they set the table up with um, plates and cups and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And you have to throw yourself onto the table and... Ooh knock everything off and land on the ground or wherever they tell you to land on the chair, wherever it is. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Hey, that's, that's you cleared it. Right. <laughs> and that's the start of that. And that was the start of that. So How was that first experience? Doing That was your first That was my first, first stunt job. experience, yeah. yes. And it was exhilarating and fun, and I wanted to do it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I came home from work, and... My husband at the time thought I was absolutely crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, what are you doing and why? And I told him, and I said, it's great, and it pays well. So, yeah. wow. you know, it was an opportunity. I go, they don't have anybody um, that looks like me in the business. Mm-hmm. So that's why they asked me, and I was there to fill that void. So Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about for you, Maya? Oh. Um, I had been introduced introduced to the film industry early obviously because yeah. my mother uh, she'd bring me on set sometimes um, being a mother and also a stunt performer and I was also an actor as a kid doing small little gigs here and there and my first stunt gig was on the Smallville pilot um, for like Alex Superman Green. Smallville yeah oh, okay, <laughs> like one okay. with Tom yeah. yeah and so I had to cry and get saved by oh. Superman and that was my first gig and that was great and I loved it but my parents always limited me to like two jobs a year yeah. they wanted me to focus on school yeah. yep. obviously have opportunities <laughs> build my foundation yeah. we're not yeah. going to be doing that it's great but they really wanted me to have another uh, foundation mm-hmm. yeah. and so when I went to college I came back I wrote my LSAT I was prepping to go to law school and I was like okay like once I go to law school, it's done for yeah. film yeah. and stunts. Um, so this is the only time I can really like pursue it and see if I love it. And my mom was like, "Okay, like if you want to take this time, you know, after you got your first degree, like go for it." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay." So I started training and taking jobs here and there and getting days here and there. And I remember my mom was like, "If you hit the ground, because that's a big part of stunts, yes. it's fight, it's falling. Yeah. A lot of the time, you're just like stumbling, falling, things like that." She's like, "Once you hit the ground." And you get your bumps and bruises, like, you'll know if you really want to be a stunt performer, like, full time. Because yeah. that's a big part of the job. Like, you either like it or you don't. Yeah. And I remember on Van Helsing, uh, this vampire, Canadian vampire show, I had to get lifted up and thrown to the ground. Ooh. And I was like, okay, this is going to be the day I figure it out. And as soon as I get thrown to the ground, I just was like, let's do it again. Like, let's wow. have fun. Like, let's go. Wow. Like, I really, like, saw the sport and the athletic aspect of it that I loved and the thrill of it, which I loved. And so I came home. I told her. I was like, yeah, I want to do this full time. Like, it really is something that I enjoy. Like, good, bad, ugly. Yeah. And she was like, okay, have fun. Go have fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, do your thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you talked earlier about uh, your specialty because – being a stunt woman, there's different avenues, right? You mm-hmm. do, like you said, wire, there's like vehicle maneuvering, yeah. there's like fighting and all that. So, specifically, Deborah, what did you do um, as a stunt woman? What was your like specialties, or is it? Was it a fool? She really did it all. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't for, you know, in the black community and people of color, like back yeah. in the day, 
you were there to double mostly. Okay. And so you had to, because there was nobody else that did, there was just nobody else. So you yeah. couldn't just pick like a fighter to do a yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And then you can pick a person who does water stuff another day. Mm-hmm. And then somebody who does like aerial stuff another day. Like it was just, you had to figure it out. Yeah. So just now recently in our current society, there's specific jobs. That but for you back then, on. yeah. Back in the day, there was only two. in western Canada (laughs) right and then there was only you know a dark skinned sister like Mm. that was it for me so they literally picked us from light and dark wow and so one was underwater she was wonderful Braden Haggerty she did camera work she does she's just an amazing stunt performer all around but definitely she had her specialty in the water so we Mm. definitely went to her for that but for me definitely fighting driving you know high falls that kind of stuff I did had to dabble in all of it yes So you never got to just do one thing back in the day. Now, we have more of a pool to choose from. So if we want somebody to do wires that's been an aerial person in Cirque du Soleil, we might have that girl of personal color now to fill that void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's different now. So, yeah, yeah. Maya, how about for you? Like you said, wires and... Fighting. And fighting. Fighting, yeah, film fighting. Uh, choreography creating movement for characters training my actors things like that um yeah that's where I come alive for sure that I really enjoy and also because I was a dancer for so many years I love the choreo aspect of it I love being able to have like a dance partner like that's what we call instance Mm -hmm. like when we're doing fights we have our dance partner and we just figure out with weapons or with whatever magic the character has or superpowers the character has, we figure out how to articulate the characters um, on paper through movement. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool for me to do. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. So what kind of education or training do you have to go through to, I guess, get to this point? Well, for me, um, my background was in dance. Mm And so the whole fight world was new when I met my husband. He was a boxer, so he trained me doing some of that. And then I ended up joining a martial arts school at Tong Ludo in Richmond. Yes. And and they trained me to do weapons, um, double stick nunchucks, fighting, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then I went and took driving course in the States. And so there's, you know, you go to, you seek it out. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, it's like totally... Um, on you too to acquire your skills add to your repertoire of what you can offer to a film set for a stunt person so they're like oh I get a lot of questions like oh Maya like what do you train all the time and it's like always changing Mm -hmm. and that's what's great too because it's never a dull moment (laughs) like I will never get bored the reason why I retire is because I choose to retire because I'm bored and it's because um there's always a different movie with something different asked of a different character yeah. and they may need to just be able to spin some knives or mm-hmm. do some random trick or, yeah. or flip and so that you don't have and you're like, okay, I'm going to go learn that for this job or I'm going to just learn this for this other job potentially. So it's cool. And then you're just constantly building on your repertoire with exactly. all the different and experiences that you have. Yeah. yeah. So that's actually really awesome. Yeah. I knew she was serious too when she was like, okay, um, mom, do you want to go to the gun range with me? Yay! Yay! <laughs> Like, yes, I do. <laughs> but, you know, this is a little odd, but okay. Amazing we are not normal. Oh, let's go shoot some guys. Yeah. Right? She's like, yeah, I need to get my gun license like this. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, 
yeah, it was just it was awesome to watch her build her her um, bag of tricks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, from skydiving, she's Woo. done some stuff. Like, yeah, you know. Shout out to Emerson Murray, though. That was not by choice. That was actually on my birthday. That's how I got engaged. Oh. And, um, <laughs> He knew he knew I wanted to do that at some point in my life at 25 and at 20 on my 25th birthday he actually took me when we were in California to Paris skydiving and when wow. we landed on the ground he proposed. Oh, that was the last thing on my mind. Yes. Like were you surprised? Yes, yes. I, was, I was processing the fact that I was still alive. I was like, oh, this is what he's gonna yeah. propose. Like for sure. <laughs> What did you find some of the challenges to be as a black woman, I guess, for you, um, yeah, starting out in your career? Because you just said that it was like a difference mm. between light and, and dark. And then did things change over time? Or did you find like, okay, I have to prove myself? or All of it. Yeah. All of it. It was like, uh, in the beginning, it was like, well, nobody was like instructing me on mm. what to do to get more stuff, more um, skills, more, they'd say, like, go fight, do this, but, like, you have to find the school, you got to find the right, you know, training partners, you got to find, so it was just difficult to have access to different things, like, it was very clicky back in the day. It was very much so an old boys club, an old white white boys club. So, you know, you're you're not really necessarily invited to go, right, try right because you're not even in the room with them most of the time so so once i started getting um some people started opening up to me and giving me a chance um got a jet ski got a motorcycle (laughs) you know shout out to kathy hubble and scott nicholson and different people like um that helped me yeah you know learn some other skills and so that was that was awesome. Melissa Stubbs helped me. There was a lot of people that like assisted, like getting me some some training because they knew I was starting from zero. Mm-hmm. So wow. and yeah. this is all happening as I'm in, working. As you're working, <laughs> yes. And did you work mainly here in Vancouver, or did you were you able to travel to the states and around? So I worked Canada? mostly here in British Columbia. Yeah. Um, I worked in Toronto, Calgary, and Australia once. Australia. So, but yes. tell them, who are you doubling for? Who are you doubling for? I was doubling. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are really young. You no, no, no. Tell them. It was Grace Jones. Oh. Yes. No. What? Yeah, Thank so she's you. an icon. And, yes. <laughs> what? For what? Yeah. This was for a small TV show called Beastmasters. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I know. I'll be like, yeah, the first uh, at the oh time I was the first woman to double her. She had only had men wow. because there was no black only couple. men. Yeah, that's Again. what it was like back then. Back in right. the day. Oh wow. Yes. Yes. Hey. hey. Right. Grace Jones. Jones. Icon. 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 That wow. alone on a resume. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. They flew you out? They flew yes, you out? they did, actually. And, you know, I had never seen a ticket cost so much money. Yeah. But, you know, Australia. you go business class or, like, a last-minute flight. You know, back then, it was $8,596. I'll never forget it because I had never seen anything like that oh, spent on just airfare. Goodness. Yes. Yes. Oh, here I'm thinking it was cheaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe yeah, it cost yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's wow, crazy. That's that was my turn, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yeah, and I remember you talking about your experience in Australia. My experience in Australia was very backwards. Mm. Backwards, yeah. Mm. You definitely knew that you were a black person the minute you stepped off the plane. Mm. And they let you know that. Mm -hmm. And so the experience was not, you know, Grace Jones was the highlight, but the experience of working with people who look at you as less than and that you're disposable and you're not worth, you know, putting the time and effort into was very challenging. Mm -hmm. So every night back to the hotel room, it was tears, it was crying, it was missing my home. So it was very challenging and um, yeah, that was an experience. Yeah. Yeah. What year was that? um, That That would have been 2000. Man, that was just the other day. Right. Honestly. Right. It would have been around 2000. So, yeah. Wow. But that was in Australia. You know, mm-hmm. there's issues we have right here. Right. Yeah. We need yeah. to go all the way across the world to find stuff. <laughs> yeah, <Right. No. laughs> it's true. <laughs> Just walk it's out the door. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, so how do you, I guess, decompress in moments like that? Do you mm-hmm. ever find that you had moments where, like, is this even worth it? Or you're mm-hmm. like, no, I need to push this barrier to get to where I want to be. Kind of set goals for ourselves, you know? Yeah. You know, once I was in it, I was like, I need to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, being there was definitely ruffling, you know, some people's feathers. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not quiet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely, when I saw things that weren't didn't look right, I yeah. spoke about it. And so that was, you know, very challenging. So... And just to give you a a FYI about my mother, my mother is known for being the person to stand up for the little guy. Yeah. Uh, It's the best thing and the best quality Mm -hmm. I know about her and everybody knows about her. And it's the reason why I was able to navigate this industry with so much respect given. Yeah. um, And so many... assurances given to me and support given to me because my mom fought for those she literally fought for those tooth and nail Mm -hmm. so at a time where people didn't want to listen and it was a time where there was no uh black lives matter movement there was no policy changed in our union to be Mm -hmm. able to support bipoc performers she was um a person who unashamedly said what was right regardless Mm -hmm. of if she were to lose a job or not and that also is an explanation of why you know, in this community, she may not have had, you know, 40,000 credits, Mm -hmm. but it's because she took the jobs where she was still able to be herself. She worked for the people where she was still able to have that respect Mm -hmm. and that be given to her. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's just so important to hear for our generation, because even though we've progressed so much, there are still times, like you said, where we're still fighting this battle. We're still breaking through this glass ceiling and you need to still be able to stand on what you stand on and be unapologetic about it. And then now we have people coming up to my mom years later being like, oh. I get what you were saying. Yeah. That wasn't right. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that to you. And it took them 20 years. Right. But here we are. Like, And how amazing is it that now people can understand what she was talking about from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. It's nice that you guys can see what my full circle moment yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, it is real. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had things to say and she finished it for me 20 yeah. something years later. Yeah by doing the work in the MBT, by doing the work in the stunt committee, 
Mm-hmm. She's put herself in a place where she can have a voice yeah. and make change. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. She finished something I tried to do many years ago. Mm-hmm. So She's referring to stunt doubling guidelines that okay. have now been introduced for our union. Because mm-hmm. um, a big issue um, in stunts uh, doubling by part performers was black facing. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're explaining to people... You know, if you have someone like me doubling somebody like um, lighter skin, that's not black facing yeah. by changing people's skin tones who are already black. Right. Mm-hmm. It's lightening and darkening yeah. using makeup yeah. and color and yeah. mixing. But for them, they're now misunderstanding that. Right. And so the guidelines really clarify the definition of what that is, uh, how to protect performers, and the system of how to hire um, that's appropriate and respectful for yes. everybody. Yes. So it's really it was a really big deal that we got those implemented. Oh, and they're getting accepted by uh, IADC 891, which is the hair and makeup union. Yes. And um, they're getting behind it. And there's some really good work happening in the community Ooh, now. Um, so. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's People don't really hear about those little Nope, those things, the background, the background things. Yeah. They see stunt work and they're like, oh yeah, they go out and fall right. and do what. But there's so much more yeah, to it. Right. So like, can you explain a little bit more about like the misconceptions about this job and one of them being that? I yeah. Um, also, just for women in general, there yeah. was this thing called wigging in stunts, where they would just put a wig on a on a dude and they would do the job yeah. for a stunt woman. And now we have like mom said, a way more variety of stunt women. So that is few and far between, if not non-existent in our industry. But having to be a woman and see, you know, your job being taken by a man just because it's more convenient or people have better relationships with that person. Mm. They'd rather throw a wig on a dude than, you know, get an actress to be doubled by the proper double. So those are things that we've um, fought for. And some people have had to just stomach and take um, and then hopefully build themselves and their skills up high enough so that they could be considered for the job mm-hmm. um, that we don't talk about because at the same time we do have people in the industry, <laughs> boots on the ground, yeah. like doing the work. That's why I'm the biggest advocate of being the highest level I can in this industry so yeah. that nobody has any excuse yeah. to hire hey, me. Like yes. It's not a question of my skill as yeah. to why I'm here. I'm not here just because I'm a black woman. I'm here because I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that's also a big part of it. So. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Because, yeah, I have definitely was told I was here just because of the color of my skin right. sometimes. So, yeah. you know, to be have her validated as her skill level mm-hmm. and that she takes, you know, what she brings to the table is more than just what she is on the exterior. It's mm-hmm. all of her abilities. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that that's being shown. Yeah. And that people are working hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get out there and you got to get it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's still, a, you know, an athletic job. So mm-hmm. you got to train. You can't just be there, you know, being the token, anything. Yeah. Like, be there because you're there and yeah. really contribute. And I know people in this community, they are open to it. They're mm-hmm. open to you mm-hmm. showing up and really impressing them. You may be there just because you're double and you're the best double, but you can show them that you're also there because you're yeah. a great performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So what would a typical, I guess, work week look like on set? For um, you, go. Yeah. Well, for me, it was different. (laughs) Okay, so my priority raising was raising my child. Mm -hmm. So I entered the stunt world as a mother. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was like, well, if this fits into what I'm trying to do outside, like outside of my home, then we'll do that. But 
if it's not meshing with what's happening in my home, then I wasn't doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely said yay to some things and nay to other mm-hmm. things that I didn't feel I was qualified for. But I would work on a monthly basis, more or less. Mm-hmm. I would make a few, four, four five, six days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'd get a run where it'd be 30 days. Right. But those were, you know, few and far between for me. Mm-hmm. So the work week, for her, <laughs> looks totally different. <laughs> okay, it was a totally different. Again, I was just there to fill the the void of mm-hmm. black women. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Black double. Yeah, she's there filling a lots of different yeah. avenues. Yeah. Okay, she's doing her own. She's doing her black woman thing. Yeah. She's doing skill thing. Yeah. just a female thing. She's <laughs> being hired not for just that, but non-descriptive stunts. Yes. Right, we need a girl to come off the top of something. It does no color to yeah, it. She's being it. considered for yeah. that. Whereas that wasn't really, wasn't like I wasn't really in the running for those mm-hmm. things back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work week for me. Um, a work week, if I'm on a project for me, is um, usually a part of the stunt team. So, in that sense, we get if it's a TV show, we get um, like a one-liner that kind of describes the script and what's going on and what they want for certain action and for the script. And so we look at the action, particularly in these scripts, and we try to conceptualize how we want to pitch them to the director. Mm -hmm. So we'll create these things called pre-vises or pre-visual concept videos, which are stunt performers acting um, as the actors or the character. And then we show them how we want the fight scene to go. And then they give us notes and then we change it, but we edit like full little movies now. And they're a really big part of the fight team for CW in Vancouver that we've had for all these shows like Arrow and Supergirl and Mm. Superman and Lois. They have fight like these stunt teams and we create the action on the TV shows and we train our actors. Um, So another day we'll be like, you know, running through jails, getting them doing staff, getting them doing knife work, getting them doing whatever kind of magic movements they need to learn, stances. And then I go home. (laughs) <laughs> I decompress. Yeah. I try to have a quiet moment. Yeah. But usually, uh, if you're on an eight-month run, you have quiet moments, but you're always still on. Yeah. So after a run, then you just try to do a lot of self-care, yeah. whatever that means, prayer, meditation. I go to church, shout yeah. out Love Quest. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> I love that. Uh, do you have, okay, let's get into memories. Do you have, like, um... A favorite memory of a stunt, a gig that you've, a movie that you've done? Yes. Maya? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was on, it was on Panther for sure. It was was on, it was on Wakanda Forever. Our little bald heads. We went, (laughs) we had this ship, the side of the ship that we were fighting on, the ship that we were fighting on for the final battle sequence on Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were practicing this sequence um, doing bandaloop work and I don't know if you guys know what it is but it's from Cirque du Soleil and it's um, involved in Ka that specific um, show but they basically run on the side of the wall mm-hmm. and they flip and do all different kind of aerial movements and fight movements and dance movements while on the side of this wall and they flip and so we incorporated that in the final battle work with the Dora and we had to I think it was like six o'clock in the morning we had our call went through hair and makeup and then we had to get up at the top of this the side of the ship what was the ship in the studio and it was basically like a top of a building and we had to run and we had to while on wires um jump 
and fully dive and release and then be pulled back to the wall and then be fighting uh, the telekineo. And um, that day was a cold day in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Um, so that's why I say our little bald heads. They were cold. <laughs> they were <really> cold. <laughs> but it was a great, it was such a great day. And it was like, that was a day where we were like, Okay, we yeah. are superheroes. We are the Dora Milaje. Yes. We are in this, hey. and it was such a <laughs> such a cool day for me in my career. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. I love watching her yeah. talk about her yeah. experience. No, but it's she's fantastic. got some stories. She please come on. Um, the well, fire burn. The bunch. Well, I would say my well. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I was uh, I doubled Pam Greer. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, on a movie called Bones that Snoop Dogg did when his in his early years, way back in when. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> at the end of the movie, they were doing a dance together, yeah. and they're you know so madly in love, they're burning on fire together and dancing. And so that was are you, are you saying that a full body burn. A full body burn from head to toe. Um, you were on fire. On How fire. does that work? Wait, yeah. <laughs> Literally. How does that work? Like, right? So what happens is well it's so, hair. Right. I'm just thinking about It's movie magic. It's movie magic. So there's, um, back in the day, we yeah. used to use um, this gel, mm -hmm. and you would soak your Nomex fire retardant underlayers, mm -hmm. two sets of them, a shirt and pants and socks, and you would soak them in this aloe vera um, gel. Like yeah. Fire safety gel. Fire safety gel, and you okay. soak it in there overnight, so it comes out kind of like frozen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you put that on, and then you put the costume on, mm -hmm. and then... They put fuel on you. So they do put fuel, gasoline. Ooh. They did at they the did time. Back then. Uh, back then. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how they do that. <laughs> yeah. You had a little pony tank that ran through your fire mask. Yeah. And then they would dress that up. And then you would breathe through that for yeah. about, it was good for about 30 seconds or so. Okay. But really you hold your breath. Yeah. And then right. you hold your breath. And then um, they put the cabasol and fuel on you. Yeah. They light that up and it's, Burns a pretty color with the cabasol, so they use that. <laughs> and, so, and so then they set you on fire, and you have so much time to get the shot. And it's and you really just do it once, and or like, are you able to redo the shot over and over I, and over again? I did one full and then yeah. one partial. That okay. Day. So My yeah, so goodness. you go from being like almost hypothermic, and they're yeah. leading you to where you need to be, yeah. and then the fuel hits you, the lights, the flames go up, and boom. You're warm. <laughs> You're no longer cold. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so, you know, 26-something seconds, burning. And then the did you hair, have to go down and do that? The this? hair's all covered it's, in gel. Okay. It's all the aloe goes all over everything, and then you put a fire retardant mask on. Okay. So you, they don't really shoot that. Yeah, So yeah, you don't yeah. see that. So, yeah, oh but from behind, it's all, goodness. yeah. And do you feel hot though? Like you, you like, go from freezing cold, like shaking, yeah. just freezing, to fire, to just warmth, Whoa. and then you feel the warmth hit you, and then um, you know, the one time that I had brought my husband to set. <laughs> <laughs> 
me burn. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm like, get this. Yeah, right? It's Snoop Dogg and Pam Grier. Yeah. And, you know, I want you just to capture me burning. Yes. And so, you know, back of the, you have the videotape. Yeah, yeah. Right? So he had the video recorder. And as they let him stand in a certain spot so you'd be out of the way. And the entire film is him just saying, I think she's burning. <laughs> she's burning. No, she's, no, her feet are burning. And so he was seeing that I was stepping on, the, the dress was dripping off yeah, of me. Yeah. And it was I had no shoes. I only oh, had socks on. Oh, my goodness. And so he could see, like, I was, like, trying oh. to... Dance, dance around the burn, yeah. and so he's like, she's really burning. I can tell she's burning, and then so like, the video was whack. <laughs> he's like, she, he, 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 right. my wife is burning. Like, There's nothing focus. to be easy. So we never did that again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never did that again. But that was uh, that was so this, sweet. Yeah, it was wow. an experience. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. <laughs> OG man, OG. Wow. So we talked about you being part of Wakanda Forever. Tell us more about that experience. How did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What was man. your journey? Aaron Tony. Aaron Tony. He's a friend of mine. He's the fight coordinator for Black Panther, um, who I met on a show called Altered Carbon on their second season. Mm -hmm. We were doing uh, a lot of action sequences on there, and I was doubling a character named Trep, uh, played by Simone Missick at the time, and they needed somebody to do this specific gag for Renee, Elise Goldsberry on the mm -hmm. show, and they couldn't find anybody in, you know, then the, my boss at the time, Larry, Larry Lamb, he asked me, oh, can you do this, like, run up the wall, like, flip off and land and keep fighting? And I was like, I think so. Like, never done it. Like, yeah. it's not like I do it on a Wednesday. But I was like, yeah, I'll try it out. So I did it, and I got it. And they were like, okay, you're going to be her double for this fight, uh, for the last fight um, of the sequence for the show. And I was like, okay. And they're like, you're going to be doing the previs with Aaron. And Aaron is uh, known for being the stunt double for Falcon oh, in Marvel. Yes. Um, um, for Anthony Mackie. Um, yeah, for yeah. all of his different projects. And so I was like, okay, I knew Aaron. He's a big dog. Yeah. He's coming from L.A. on our stunt team. And I was like, okay, like I hope I impress him. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was doing a show called Van Helsing. And I was really pounding out my fighting and working on it on the show. And I was like, okay, I'll bring whatever I can to this previs. Yeah. yeah. set videos. And so we're trying to come up with stuff, and he was really impressed with, like, what I offered and how I was able to keep up with him. And so he said he always, like, kept that with him, and he knew when he had an, another project, he was going to call me up. And it happened to be Black Panther. Wow. Um, so when he got the gig, he was like, Mike, he sent me a message on Instagram. He's like, Mike, uh, do you want to come out for Black Panther Wakanda Forever? And I was like, this is fake. He sent me <laughs> yeah. on Instagram. I was like, you didn't even text me. <laughs> And so I text him, I was like, what's up? He's like, hey, what's up? Like, you want to go come do the, the movie with me? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, is it going to be, like, the whole run? Or is it going to be, like, for a day or two? Because you never know with these yeah, gigs. And yeah. I didn't want to go all the way there for, you know, a day. I really wanted to, like, have the experience. And he was like, no, no, we want you on as a member of the stunt team. We want you to double Michaela Cole. Yeah. And um, play this new character, uh, the Midnight Angels. And I was like... 
Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was like, but like, he's like, you need to shave your head. And it's funny because I told everybody in this industry, I was like, I'll never shave my head. The only movie I'll shave my head for is Black Panther if they ever do another one. Oh. And like, and it was a, it was like, I meant it, but it was a joke. I was like, I don't yeah. know if they're going to do a second yeah. one. I don't know. Yeah. And then Chad had passed and everything. So I had no clue. Yeah. And he was like, you got to shave your head. And I was like, well, yeah, I was like, I told myself. I literally <laughs> that was the one told exception. myself that's the exception yeah. because yeah. the Dora were a dream for me. Yeah. They were iconic they for me. I cried when I saw them. So I was like, let's do it. And he's like, okay, Mac. He's like, uh, we're going to get your visa and your paperwork stuff together and we'll get in touch with you. And it, the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So cool. You must be a proud mother. Yeah. My baby. You know, people say that we're proud. Like yeah. it's like be, it's another level. It's oh. like you need to dream the biggest yeah. dream yeah. for your kids. Yeah. And like I just she continues to set it to another level every time. Like right when I think, okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Mom, I'm I, I got this thing I want. I'm just How like, did she how did she break the news to you? Like how did how did how did that happen? Do you remember that experience? Well she was in Toronto. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't home. She wasn't home. Mm. And um I believe she was doing Slumberland or Yeah. 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 Slumberland. And um she's like, I got a call. I got the call. You got the call. She goes, I got the call for Black Panther. I said, what? <laughs> I thought, I cried. Oh. I mean, I thought, wow, this is why, you know, yeah, yeah. you go through some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go through some stuff, not for you. You don't know why. Yeah. yeah. It was not for me. It was for her. Mm-hmm. I knew I was in this industry. I knew, like, when I first started, like, and they gave me that opportunity. It wasn't something I dreamed or mm-hmm. set set out to do. For her, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For her, it was like, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to take it to the next level, and I want to go for it. Mm-hmm. And to see, like, all of the things that she desired manifest was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mama. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Wow. That's my best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been so good hearing your guys. I know. Honestly, it's so 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 fun. good. It's so awesome to see you ladies doing your thing. Oh. Like for real. Vancouver needs you. Mm-hmm. Vancouver appreciates you. Yeah. And you are just gonna continue to do great things. Absolutely. We are don't like get comfortable in the space, you know. Oh. Mm. Your space is gonna be big, big, bright, yeah. bright. Thank I think we we want to kind of do a few little questions just to get to know you a little bit better. These are random questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Out. We'll all answer some of them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> to get us going. <laughs> we probably have some more questions afterwards as well, too. <laughs> okay, so there are some questions. Feel free. Who wants to start? Mama, oh, I'm going to have to get my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. She looks amazing. She looks like right? That is my mother. <laughs> I made a joke one time. She said, they're like, oh, mom, your mom, she looks good. You know, like, they're like, yeah. 
Well, she can't see it. She can't hear you. But she won't remember who you are tomorrow. So, so, you know, I'll, I'll fight through it. I can't. I'll, I'll read it for you. Yeah, grab Here. any question. Grab okay. any question. Okay, you want me to read it for you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want me to read it out loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. read it out. If MySpace was still a thing, what would be my um, profile song? Michael Jackson. Yep. <laughs> Michael Jackson, but which one? Which that's song? a hard one. See, that's where I it get depends stuck. On the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael or the Breezy. MJ fan. Okay, yeah. And Chris Brown. Okay. Oh, yeah. But. <laughs> 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 Listen, who are the problematic people? <laughs> The way you make me feel, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, yes. Because yes. it always, it always makes you happy. Yes, yes, yes. definitely. Right, right. Yes, yes. Those two people definitely are like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Yes, for sure. Okay. How about you? Okay, what we got? What fast food restaurant do you think I'm most likely to drive through? What's my order? <laughs> Shake Shack, and it is a normal single with cheese, no tomatoes. Thank you. <laughs> I, I haven't been yet. I've never been to Shake Shack. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It makes my heart sing. No, I think no. Seattle, right? Seattle? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Seattle has one. Yeah. Yeah. It's really worth it. It's yeah. in and out. It's, yes. it's everything to it's, me. Yeah. It's, it's close it, to yeah. my heart. Yeah. Natasha, do you want to answer one of these? I can. What's the first thing you notice about me? Ooh. I answer for myself? Yeah, who has to answer? Well, why are you ladies? I, I can tell you because we, I met her just, in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like, really meet her, yeah. but the first thing I noticed about her were her eyes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> your son has those eyes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just that whole beautiful shape of your face. Yeah. <laughs> It was your name. It was so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Man, it's been so long. <laughs> I know. I've known you for so many years. I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even remember the first time I met no, you. No, I so don't I can, couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is like the most noticeable thing about yourself that people notice as soon as you? Um, I would say probably like a quiet confidence. Most people mm. say, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're kind of there, but like you know, you know she's there, but she's quiet. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I can see that totally. Yeah. Love yeah. it, love it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll pick one for myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, do I remind you of anyone, ladies? <laughs> so many people. I know. I'm yeah. just gonna say, it. <laughs> it's in like the best really? way. Okay. <laughs> when I first saw you, I'm like, oh. She looks so familiar. Like you, yeah. like from church or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Church girl. Yeah, I did. Yeah, did girl. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It's a bubbly personality for me. Uh, like it's very like infectious. It, it reminds me of an actress I was. Yes, just... the girl from Loving, Loving Hip Hop. <laughs> no, no. Loving Hip Hop. No, no, no. It's 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 the one that Bawa always had a crush on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the young ones. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. See, yeah. this is current, yeah. but yes, yes, that's who you love remember. it. Hip hop, though, or no, just, no. just who Bow Wow had a crush on in a movie. Remember, you remember, you remember, I don't. Love. I don't. 
this is the age. See? <laughs> See? People try. People try to ask me. Don't you remember that thing? Listen, she's got a sister, too. There's... Angela and somebody. Oh, oh Simmons. 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 Thank you. See, I knew I wasn't crazy. <laughs> and not and not looks at all, but like energy. Energy, oh. the smile and the laughter. Oh. And then Just also the energy for sounds. me. Uh, what's it? Regina. Regina. Yes. Uh huh. No. no, no, the comedian Regina. Who's she that? did Honk for Jesus with yeah, uh, Regina Hall. Regina Hall, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, she's silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she just says the most outlandish things sometimes, but she's just so funny. Like she's like effortlessly, yeah, yeah. Like you know, you're not trying. Yeah. Wow, all these people I never yes. know. You know what I keep getting from these people, my friends? What? These people, Portia, Portia from Housewives. They are the same. Even her wedding, she has like five dresses. I shot it first, Portia. But they're the same. Every time we watch the show and then there's scenes like that's Abby. Well, um, what advice would you give to someone trying to, I guess, get into this industry? Wrap it up with that. Hmm. Um, I would say train. Mm-hmm. Train in many different... Train soccer, train basketball, train martial arts, train weapons, train high falls and jumping out of airplane. Just be open to trying different stuff. Yeah. Even if you feel like, you know, I have a phobia or I have a fear... You really don't know until you put yourself out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so take that first step, take that first leap, just do it. Yeah. I would say train in uh, either a martial arts or dance background and then in aerial, um, uh, aerial work mm-hmm. in whatever sense that is, whether that's like gymnastics, parkour tricking, whatever i think that's like the best like base to have with movement so that if you get on a wire you're put on a wire you have to do a light fall or you have to put yourself somewhere you know where your body is you're in control and you can be safe Thank you so much, yeah. ladies, for being here. Thanks, Thanks for, for really having us. Yeah. You are our first guest of season three. Hey. So we yes. also really appreciate that. Yes. You're the first guest of this new year. Yes. So yes. thank you so, 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 so much awesome. thank for you sharing for your stories. Us. Thank you for having us. Thank you to our listeners for listening to our podcast episode today. Once again, thank you so much to our guests for joining us today. And we hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to our podcast episode. You can find us on all streaming platforms and you can watch our video recording up on YouTube channel, Black Women Connect Vancouver. Until next time.